Hi everyone, welcome to The Lawcast. My name is Melanie Thorley and I'm the solicitor here. Today we're going to be pretty quick. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things that are happening in the workplace at the moment. First of all, we're still getting, seem to be getting an awful lot of uh, jibber-jab, pushback, resistance, however you want to talk about it, um, with people going back to work after being working from home with COVID. So there's, there's an awful lot of kind of still resistance um, there. And I want to just talk about really briefly or really quickly uh, what, what the deal is. So the question that's coming up quite a lot is, um, do I have to go back to the office? Or as an employer, I want them to go back to the office. Why can't I let them do that, make them do that? Now, the fact is, most employment contracts will stipulate where the um, that person is to do the work. And most of the time it is at the office of the employer. So there's no real reason why you cannot direct your employee to go back to work. And as an employee, look, if you worked there and hit COVID hit, if you worked in the office and COVID hit and you started working from home and then moved, that is not the fault of your employer. What we're getting is this really interesting case where, the, where people are actually moving to places that are prohibitively far away from their actual bricks and mortar workplace. Uh, I came across one um, last week where the person's moved out of state. Uh, people move into regional areas, they move a long way away from their workplace so the travel becomes prohibitive and then there's resistance. Look. For all those employees out there, it is not the fault of the, your employer that you moved away from your place of business. To all employers out there, uh, as long as it's a lawful and reasonable direction, you can absolutely ask that employee to go back to work. There's, there shouldn't be any issue with that. Uh, so that's kind of, it's, it's actually really interesting. Now, there is some recent changes to, and people keep hearing me talk about this because I've literally been talking about this for months and months. We have this uh, Fair Work legislation amendment called uh, Secure Jobs, Better Pay. And that came out, um, and that's been kind of flowing through this year. And the, the most recent one that's sort of come into effect now is this change to uh, individual flexibility arrangements. Individual flexibility arrangements are to change the status quo of the working relationship between the employer-employee to a situation where that employee is not doing exactly the work that there was anticipated to doing. It could be that they're working from home a couple of days a week. It could be that they're having their shift in hours and so maybe they're starting at 6 a.m. and finishing at 3. Uh, it could be that um, they're now not working full-time, they're working sort of, you know, less than full-time hours. Uh, these, these arrangements can take really any form. So we have in the NES, the National Employment Standards, uh, the ability for an employee to request an individual flexibility arrangement. When now we've got a change where it is easier for an employee to ask and harder for an employer to say no. 
Now, how that's going to work out in reality, I don't really know because there's kind of this, the, the, the legislation has this baseline assumption that employers are unreasonably saying no. Therefore, they've just added this legislation to make it easier for employees to ask and harder for employees to say no. But it still fits in this kind of framework of lawful and reasonable direction. So when we're thinking about um, an employer asking an employee to come back to work and work from work instead of working from home, we're looking at you know the consultation ray around it, we're looking at the policies around it, um, and we're looking at you know whether or not it fits in with this flexible working arrangement, whether or not it's um, you know whether the request to work from home is for genuine reasons that fit within the legislation. And there's piles of them. I won't go through them, um, but there are a lot of them. You know, they, they, they sit around, you know, whether you're over the age of 55, whether, you're, um, whether you've got family responsibilities, whether you're not well, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons. I just wanted to highlight some of the issues around this telling somebody to come back to work. It's absolutely possible and it's absolutely lawful and it's absolutely um, a reasonable direction, but it needs to sit with the framework of lawful and reasonable as well. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I think actually it's a good idea to get people back into the workplace. Uh, so I'd be interested to see how this plays out, but there is a lot of resistance out there. The other thing I'd like to talk about today, just actually far more quickly, I know I just said I talked that quickly and I didn't, is this more employees are getting more litigious. And I'm really interested to see what, what's happening out there. And I don't really know what's going on, why employees are becoming more litigious. And I, I mean more litigious in this kind of unfair dismissal general protection space. Employees who have genuinely done something wrong they, they get disciplined or terminated for it, seem to feel that there are other reasons why they can progress a claim. Now, for a start, unfair dismissal of general protections is a no-cost jurisdiction. So it doesn't matter how much money that employee sinks into lawyers to help them, they're not going to recover that money at all. I, I know it's a broken system, I know that sounds terrible, but there is, there is no recovery of costs in this space. Um, and some might argue that because of that, employers should be more motivated to settle. But employers aren't more motivated to settle. Just as litigious as employees are getting, I am finding that more employers are getting more and more resistant to settling these matters, forcing the employee to make different decisions about their claim and uh, I think there's going to be a tipping point at some point or a real anger or flashpoint where employers are just finding the space to be completely distasteful and I and employees also I get employees telling me so the employer can fire me and I can't do anything about it and I'm like well you can it's just a difficult process and I get employers telling me what this employee can do this they can, I, can, I fire them and they can make a claim which really isn't going to get them anywhere but they can still progress it. And the answer is that's actually the case too. But who's right here? Are the employees right that 
they've got no power and the unfair dismissal and general protection space is useless to them. Or is the employer right that they've got absolutely no power to terminate genuinely uh, for genuine reasons uh, an employee who behaves in a way that simply is not consistent with the, with the workplace and the contract? I actually think both parties are losers here. I think the employee and employers are actually losers here. There are situations where employees are terminated and it's unfair. And it's a very difficult process for an employee to, to get um, compensated for that. And I genuinely think that employee, employers should be able to terminate contracts of employees who behave in appalling ways, who fight in the workplace, who swear at their bosses who denigrate everybody, who, who make everybody feel fearful around them. Um, you know, this intimidation space. I honestly feel like those employees, the employers should be able to discipline or terminate those employees without worrying that this employee is now going to use that to continue to intimidate and um, force an agenda on the employer. I just, but I just don't know where it's going to go. I have a little bit of a rant, people, and you know, people, those of you who are regular listeners know I have a little bit of a rant. But the system is broken, and I'm not actually sure how to fix it at this stage. So that's it for me today. Uh, hope you've had a lovely fortnight. I will see you in another fortnight's time. But remember, it is okay. For an employer to ask an employee to return back to the workplace just as long as it's done in the right way there's no issue with that and i don't see any issue with that there might be situations where it might be unlawful um, those are far fewer than the situations where it is lawful um, and i'm interested to see how this more litigious society that we have plays out in, in reality. So thank you very much everyone for watching the Lawcast again. Hopefully you had something out of this. Um, super quick today, but hopefully you've, uh, you've, you've enjoyed it. And uh, I think next time I'll be looking at some mad cases again. Um, have a good fortnight. Thanks for watching the Lawcast. Mm -hmm.